We are supported by Taco Bell. Ooh. Oh, man. We often do two recordings a day and we have this little nice lunch break that we enjoy and we're always craving something really yummy. Yes, something fresh, something high quality, something like the all new cantina chicken menu from Taco Bell, which is Mm. exactly that. Mm. It's so yummy. It has slow roasted chicken, the pico, that purple cabbage and an avocado verde salsa sauce. Oh, delicious. Outrageous. The new Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burrito, and Quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina Chicken menu at Taco Bell now. We are supported by Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Mm. Ooh. Myrtle Beach, I have so much nostalgia. Me too. I did a spring break in Myrtle yes. Beach. Yes. Did you guys used to go there from Georgia? Yeah. Mm. It was a very common beach destination. Ugh. Long sun-drenched days, live music every night, and 60 miles of uninterrupted coastline to enjoy. The beach truly is where your best self comes out. Combine that with the irresistible aroma of fresh seafood, southern classics, and local low country cuisine from over 2,000 restaurants, and you've got yourself the perfect vacation. You belong at the beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. That's visitmyrtlebeach.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Anonymous. I'm Dax Shepard. I'm joined by Monica Padman. Resolutions. Resolutions gone bad. Mm. I have to suspect that some people now at this point, the third week into the new year, have already experienced (laughs) some some trials and tribulations. Yeah, these are fun. Of course, they're not just that the resolution didn't come to fruition. Sometimes in pursuit of the resolutions. Bad shit goes down. Craziness happened. (laughs) Did I say that right or is that an acorn? Trials and tribulations. Is it tribulations? Uh, Yeah. Okay, great. I said it right, even though I don't know what tribulations means, and it sounds, I mean, I know it's a test. Yeah. Although no one uses it, you're right, no one says. You wouldn't use it out of that context. Yeah, you're, yeah, like, I had a big tribulation yesterday. Right. I'm going to start saying it. Okay. (laughs) Let's try to get it into vogue. (laughs) Please enjoy Resolutions Gone Bad. Hard times come and go. Hello, Doug. Can you hear us? I totally can, yep. Where are you at? I'm in Santa Clarita, and I'm in a little blanket fort. It looks great. It looks like- A set? I was going to say a movie theater. It turned out pretty good. <laughs> well, close to a yeah, set. They're different, yeah, yeah, but they but both have to do with movies. They're related. And you're up in Santa Clarita. I ride dirt bikes there quite a bit. Awesome. So you have a resolution gone bad, mm-hmm. and timing couldn't be better. <laughs> I do have a resolution that went definitely not the way it was supposed to. Okay. <laughs> ha, all Please, right. Doug, tell us. All right. So right off the bat, as some context, my job is actually really busy during January and February. So stress is not uncommon during these months. And the other thing is I was born with a heart condition. I've had it my entire life. I go to the doctors about every six months to a year to get everything checked out. So I'm usually pretty on top of things. So January 2022 comes around and I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy, but my wife 
wanted to try Dry January. That's been pretty popular. Sure, sure, sure. So she did Dry January and she felt great. She lost a little bit of weight. You know, all the things that happen when you don't drink every day. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Her sleep got better. (laughs) (laughs) Memory improved. (laughs) I'm a pretty competitive guy, so not to be outdone. You know what? Here comes dry February. (laughs) And on top of that, I'm going to change my eating habits. Not going to go out to eat as much. I'm going to blow the pants off of her. Uh (laughs) So everything's going good. I'm not drinking. Started feeling a little bit more tired, which I thought was kind of odd because that's supposed to be the opposite. And another thing I noticed was a little bit of night sweats, which I'd never had before, but I kind of just chalked it up to getting up to the older ages. At the time I was 37. So getting older, Okay, figured it was part of it. But all those things didn't really make a difference to me because it was like middle of February and I'd already lost about 30 pounds. Wow. What, well, 30 pounds in 15 days? Yeah, yeah that feels... <laughs> Not right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not your GP, but I started out at 165. Oh, now I'm down to 135. No. <laughs> and at the time, because I'm like, I'm going to kick my wife's ass at this. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm doing it. Is she getting concerned right. once you've gone down 30 pounds? Correct. She starts. <laughs> getting a little worried like that can't be right yeah yeah and you're like suck it you just can't handle my win yeah <laughs> you're a sore exactly, loser <laughs> exactly so then i started noticing we're living a two-story house going up the stairs just to go to bed i'm starting to get winded all of a sudden everywhere is cold i need a jacket i need a robe i need socks oh god this can't be right this is so weird yeah this not drinking's killing you <laughs> That's what would happen to me if I stopped. And then even during the night sweats, my wife would feel my chest and my chest would be maybe a hundred degrees or so. But then you feel my forehead felt totally fine. Whoa. Again, I'm just thinking, okay, must be busy at work. All the stress plus the diet and not drinking. Again, the not drinking is popping up in the head going, what the heck? Yeah, you have dangerous correlation. Exactly. So it all kind of culminated. My family took a vacation. We were on the way back. We're sitting in stop and go traffic. And I hadn't told her, but I was feeling a little sleepy. So I probably shouldn't have been driving, but we were driving, stop and go traffic. And I ended up falling asleep for half a second or a second or so enough to end up hitting the car in front of me at like four miles an hour. It was anything ridiculous, but still, obviously my wife's looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? Can I pause you for half a second? This is the exact same order of events for Aaron. Oh. When I went and saw him in the hospital, you remember when I was so rung up? He actually stopped drinking, which he had never done. He was losing weight. He couldn't breathe. He coughed so bad in his truck, he passed out, crashed his truck. Okay, this sounds familiar. Continue. Yeah, so the coughing thing too as well. So every morning I get up, get in the shower, and I just go through this coughing fit. Something I just didn't think about. Anyways, the car thing happened, got home, and my wife basically told me, you need to go see your cardiologist. Something has to be up. This isn't normal. So I did that. Somehow I got in two days later to see my primary cardiologist, told them everything that was happening. And they were visibly concerned, obviously, with my background. So they encouraged me to go downstairs. This was at UCLA. So I went downstairs to the UCLA Blood Work Center. They had me draw like the most blood that I've ever taken yeah. in my entire life. We're talking like four Tabasco sized bottles ah! of blood. Yeah. <laughs> in addition to like another three or four ounces, there's probably four of those. The vials. Oh. And I'm looking at the lady and asking her, like, how much blood are you going to take? Am I going to pass out? And she's like, oh, you'll be fine. So I go back up to the doctor and they tell me, okay, we're going to need about three to four days just to check over everything. Not even 24 hours later, my specific 
the cardiologist calls me, not even somebody else. My cardiologist calls me directly and says, we're pretty sure you have endocarditis and you need to get to the ER immediately. Oh, God. Stop what you're doing right now. Come down to UCLA. We're going to admit you into the hospital. We need to figure this out because it's messing up your aorta valve. Your biggest valve. And I'm like freaking out. I call my wife. I know what she's thinking. I told you so. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. You went into this to beat her at drinking. And here you are again. She's got the upper hand. (laughs) And here I am. Got to go down to UCLA. Welcome to marriage. So yeah, I ended up going down. They admitted me. I ended up staying in the hospital for about five or six days. So Five, six days later, I'm cleared. They send me home. I have to get a pick line, which I don't know if you guys know what a pick line is. I had one. Yeah. Yeah. I had one for a couple months. But for people who don't know. Oh, yeah. It's a direct line into your vein that they then push as close to your heart as they can get. They push it into your arm. A physical tube goes all the way into basically the start of the aortic valve. That was insane. And then as it turns out in discovering all this, my doctors figured out that it was time to go ahead and just have heart surgery. Oh, oh, wow. Geez. When you're at your strongest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You're hanging on by a thread. It's time to open you up, Doug. Yeah. So six weeks of antibiotics later, which my wife administered because she loves me. <laughs> can be fun to do. I trained my kids to do it. Play they nurse. got a bang out of it. Oh, nice. Two months after all of this happened, I had my open heart surgery. And all this kind of happened because, <laughs> oh, let's do dry February. <laughs> yeah. Just to beat my wife. <laughs> That's insane. Well, let's be so clear. It, it, no- did not, it did not cause any of this. Correct. It wasn't the cause, <laughs> but it definitely overshadowed everything. It led to the lack of checking it out early, though. Because oh, you sure, just sure, thought sure. it was that. Yes. You probably would have been in there a week or two oh. earlier. Yep. Whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. This so is when you why- have endocrinitis, so it's an infection in your what, pituitary gland or something? Or what? Endocarditis is actually an infection in your heart. In, in your, your heart. Blood. Okay. Okay. Specifically in oh, your heart. Wow. Okay. So my aortic valve, the infection was kind of building actually. And as the infection builds, it corrodes the valve. So all this was happening. And basically my body was saying, let's figure this out and forget everything else. That's why I was so cold all the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dude. (laughs) That's crazy. Did you make one this year? (laughs) Or you'll never make a resolution again? No, I did not. (laughs) You learned your lesson. No more resolutions for you. Wow, wow, wow. That definitely qualified for resolutions gone bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Doug, great meeting you. That's a terrible story you told us, which, of course, is a great story for (laughs) us. Thanks for sharing it. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Good luck this year, despite having no resolutions. And I hope everything was successful and you carry on with any more challenges. Thank you. All right. Take Bye. care. Bye. Oh. That's a lot. I hope that's the only one of these that has that. That has blood. I should pick four exactly like that. That has someone's health completely failing because of the resolution. I want them all to be that. Oh my God, you're a perverse. <laughs> you're, a perverted. <laughs> you're a perverted. Do you have any resolutions gone bad? I'll try to think of one during the next one. Okay. Monty and I. It's Ani? me. I'm calling. I gotta go. I'll be right back. Oh my God, you step into the closet. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Help me pronounce your name. There's so many letters together that I can't make heads tails of. It's Ani. It is Ani. That's what Dax thought. Yeah. Well, that's what Rob thought too. I want to give him credit. Okay. That's what Rob and Dax thought. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ani. Good job. You did it. Lovely. Where are you, Ani? I'm in Massachusetts, like north of Boston. And you've got some blankets draped up, which is very nice. My husband assured me this was acceptable. I'm not in my closet. That works perfect. It's totally fine. So you have a resolution that went terribly wrong. I do, yes. For the purposes of the story, I'm going to call the other main character, John. Okay, great. I didn't ask him if this was okay, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep him anonymous. So this was New Year's Eve 2007 into 2008, my sophomore year of college. But we're around the same age. Yeah, we are. So to give some background, this man, John, I met my freshman year. It was one of those immediate attraction, you know, college parties, always seeing each other, making out. Oh, take me back. Always drunk, right? You know, <laughs> always at the yeah. end of a night. And this went on for some time. We kind of tried to give it a go as a I wouldn't even say couple, that's way too strong. But we had tried to make it work and it clearly wasn't going to be anything serious. So at New Year's Eve, I said, okay, I'm not going to have sex with John in 2008. This is going to be my resolution. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Till he puts a ring on it. Exactly. (laughs) Which was definitely not happening. So we're spending New Year's Eve at his brother's house. His brother had graduated, but he was still in our friend group. And he had gotten this house from his grandmother that he was completely remodeling. And the only reason that's important to the story is that he had finished the first floor. So he was hosting this big New Year's Eve party there. And the upstairs was completely unfinished. Really quick, what a funny college first thing to do when you've just remodeled the thing is host exactly. a college party <laughs> inside. Like that's the worst idea imaginable, yeah. but please. He probably had to start over again after <laughs> that night. But John had pitched a tent, like a camping tent in one of these unfinished rooms upstairs and put an air mattress in it, had kind of declared this was his room for the night. The night transpired, things happened. John and I end up on the air mattress (laughs) minutes before midnight. Oh boy, this is a lot of pressure. Yeah, so I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, you know, it's still 2007. (laughs) I've got my (laughs) resolution still intact. Everyone just has to be climaxed by midnight and we're good. Exactly. I distinctly remember putting my socks on like as we're hearing people counting down downstairs like <laughs> running down to But oh, really quick perverted question. Yeah. Is the sex incredible at that moment because you know it's never going to happen again so now you're like you like it more probably i don't remember a whole lot of it it was also on an air mattress well there can be some good love making on an air mattress yeah (laughs) but it did feel like a good final send-off that's for sure so you know we did it and then fast forward to my birthday which is march 1st so exactly two months later We're having a party at my apartment back at college, and it was my birthday, so my friends had done my hair. I was wearing a cute dress, you know, feeling great, and he left early, and somebody said something like, oh, aren't you disappointed that John's gone, or, you know, it's your birthday, weren't you expecting him to stick around, or something like that, and so I said, well, funny you should ask. I actually made it my New Year's resolution not to have sex with him in 2008. And our friend like looked at me and was like, wait, that's your resolution? And I was like, yeah. 
he's like, that was his resolution, not oh, to have sex with you shit. in 2008. Oh, wow. This answers oh, my question, which is, is so like, sad. how has he been still around not having sex any yeah. longer without any deep inquiry? And have you told him that was the resolution? Wow. That was the thing was I was thinking like, oh, why has it been so easy the past two months? Yeah. I thought this was hilarious. And I remember thinking to myself, all right, he's going to find this hilarious too. So I should go find him. Nope. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, well, hold on a second, though. I got to ask a question. I need total honesty. When you found out he was trying not to have sex with you, did you then want to have sex with him much more? Yes. Of yes, course. Yes, yes. Well, because of course that just continued the story that we were like star-crossed lovers. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I remember my roommates telling me like, mm, is this a good idea that you go, you know, find him now? And I was like, so smug being like, no, this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> I'm definitely just going to go tell him and then I'm going right. to leave. <laughs> so I go and I find him. I go to his bedroom in the middle of the night. And oh this is... <laughs> sure enough, you know, one thing leads to the next and we've ruined both of our resolutions. Yeah. Oh, I'm so hot for this story. This is so exciting. <laughs> it's not that bad of a fail, except that this continued for five more years. Oh, sure. oh wow. I continued this back and forth. <laughs> I thought months was going to be the end of the sentence. No, these two are built to be Is it your husband? <laughs> that could be the happy ending? So I was going to say that that was up until my now husband and I started seriously dating. Okay. He rescued you from this pattern. Right. And it's kind of a joke. You know, my husband knew about all of this happening. And so I had seen John somewhere and I came back the next day and said, hey, I didn't have sex with John last night. We were like, high five. <laughs> <laughs> It's all in the past. This has me so excited. It can be tough out there. Yeah, you, nothing more attractive than trying not to have sex with somebody. Right? Yeah, I know. it's a turbocharge. That sexy indifference or whatever. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Oh, man. I do have to tell you, Dex, really quick. Well, two things, actually. But I was listening to the Paul Giamatti episode yesterday, knowing that I was going to come see you today, and you brought up the town you couldn't remember the name in the berkshires where the judge was filmed yep you sort of said like oh that's a waterfall or something and for some reason i instantly knew shelburne falls yep someone wrote it in the comments and i was like yes that's it shelburne falls and it was just so funny because it's one of those things that you like yell at your phone and then i was like <laughs> oh i can tell him tomorrow yes. oh, yeah how fun you've been there like on a vacation or just driving through again it's such like a sim thing that I had never even heard of it until maybe six months ago and then my husband and I ended up going there for like a long weekend. Whoa, weird. It's, did you stay at a bed and breakfast? We stayed at an Airbnb. Oh, okay. We found out Airbnb stands for air bread and breakfast. Right, well, what, what was it? yeah, we oh. should have known that. We should have, but think, we didn't. I think I did. I think you did too. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, shout out Brian Chesky, I didn't, friend of the pod. But I associate bed and breakfasts with cats and old women and food being prepared for you. And this is an empty house you so, take But did on. you know that B&B stood for bed and breakfast? I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Because it's so not similar to a bed and breakfast. I would have never made that parallel. I see, I see, I see. It's so obvious and right there on the surface, like so many things I don't Well, understand. what I definitely didn't know is that the air stood for air mattress. Yes, we learned that yeah. with Chesky. <laughs> I knew you learned something right. that day. I've learned one or two things. It's so boring to know everything, like... <laughs> 
as you can imagine. Well, everything that I learned, I learned from you guys. So <laughs> oh, that's where man. I make most of my references. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I do have to mention, my husband is not a podcast person. He doesn't listen. So he didn't know that you said this, but he loves chips so much. And he always says, man, Dax is in such good shape in that movie. Oh, <laughs> continuing the pattern where I've only heard that from dudes, which has never been the goal of getting in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell him thank you so much. He's winding my sails and he'll have me in the gym tomorrow to continue for those compliments. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thank it was you. really nice meeting you, Ani. Bye. Well, take care. You too. Bye. What if John heard that? That'd be cool. Yeah, he'd be excited. She looks like Rooney Mara a little bit. Yeah, she definitely she had a vibe. does. I was like, she definitely looks like somebody, and I didn't figure it out, and yeah. I'm glad you did. Thank you. I think part of it is she said Massachusetts, and then every time I hear Massachusetts, I immediately think, then I think the scene in Social Network where Rooney Mara is talking to Jesse Eisenberg and he is so rude to her. He's rude. And then they break up and then that's sort of what kicks off Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah, and said she looked like her and it was Massachusetts all. Oh. And Jesse Eisenberg. Was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just customize these shoes. They're now worth $48. 48 They were only worth 12 but then I customized oh them just God. now. Oh, my God. Just now? Yeah. I like the green. Socks? Aren't the shoes green? Oh, Monica. What? Are you also now developing colorblindness? Uh, 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 those are black shoes. They That's are? a green sock. No, like a dark olive green. No, those are black Chuck Taylor All-Stars. Oh. And I've had them for a goat's Rob, age. do you see what I mean? I see a black bit? too. Oh, yeah, of course you do. You need to see an ophthalmologist. Man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> this could be an episode of Sync. <laughs> Why do men always think green is black? Exactly. <laughs> That's great. Okay. I'm so sorry, Megan. Thank you for bearing witness to that. <laughs> no worries. Where are you? I am in Idaho, Boise, Idaho. Ooh. Oh, Boise, Idaho. You had a resolution that went poorly. I did. What year did this resolution take place? So it kind of started in 2022 and ended in 2023. So fresh. Yeah, real fresh. We're still in the midst of it. Oh, oh yeah. Wow, I cannot wait to hear. So in 2022, it was my first year that I didn't have weight loss as a goal because in 2020, I lost about 40 pounds. And in 2021, I lost another 30. So I kind of had this new lease on life. And my 2022 goal was going to be to live in the uncomfortable as much as I possibly could. Mm, great goal. I have a gal that I work with that I have always worked out with. We have a gym at work and we work out on our lunch hour together. And she kept pestering me that I needed to go to this workout group with her that was on Saturdays at the park. Working out in public was not something I ever wanted to do. Right, uh, right, right. With a bunch of strangers that I didn't know and with exercise equipment that was brand new to me. So this specific workout group was with Suplus Wrestling Gym and their equipment. And the guy that invented the Bulgarian bag lives here in Boise. What's that? Is oh, it is like it like a, a rucksack? It's kind of shaped like a croissant. And then it has handles on both sides and it's a weighted bag. And you spin it like up over your head. Oh, oh. You can do squats with it. They do all sorts of exercises with it. But he lives here in Boise and they own a wrestling gym here. And his daughter wanted to start her own fitness class. And so she started this fitness class. So I started going to this 
class and met a whole bunch of super awesome ladies that I'm now super good friends with. It was all working out for me, this whole going into the uncomfortable for the growth. And so one gal that was in this fitness class did all sorts of Spartan races. And she ran a Spartan beast race, which is long and a lot of obstacle course stuff. And she came back from it in November was telling us all about it. And she's like, any of you ladies could do this too. And she's like, we should do one next year. And I was like, okay, because you know, I'm going to do uncomfortable things <laughs> this year. You're almost like, yes, man, where Jim Carrey yes. has to say, you're almost like your resolution was just say yes to every single thing. Yes to everything, but not maybe to Jim Carrey's extent. And right. Maybe. And your morals. So that's going <laughs> to get in the way sometimes. Darn those morals. <laughs> <laughs> We are supported by ZipRecruiter. Are there some fantastic concerts coming to your city this summer? Mine too. In fact, Anderson Pack's playing at the Hollywood Bowl. I can't wait for Ooh, it. Ooh, that's exciting. If you want to be sure to see your favorite artist, you need to jump on it right away. I've already DM'd him saying, yes, I got to be in that front row. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Got your eye on a rock star candidate? ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We are supported by BetterHelp. Listen, I understand that sometimes you want to keep things to yourself, process your emotions in your own time. But if you keep everything bottled up, it can have some serious consequences. I have therapy on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. I had therapy this morning. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and it put me in the greatest mood. We had a long, big day, and I just felt much better for having you were some. not to out you. You were a little grumpy going in. I was. I was. I was to be <laughs> Robin, specific. I received some texts Yeah, morning. I was locked out of my therapy setting, <laughs> which is this attic. <laughs> <sighs> But then you felt much better after. I felt much better. And I even made some apologies. Um, talking things out can be so helpful. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. Check out BetterHelp if you've been thinking of trying therapy. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for any reason for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DAX today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DAX. We are supported by Taco Bell. Ooh. Oh, man. We often do two recordings a day and we have this little nice lunch break that we enjoy and we're always craving something really yummy. Yes, something fresh, something high quality, something like the all new cantina chicken menu from Taco Bell, which is Mm. exactly that. Mm. It's so yummy. It has slow roasted chicken, the pico, that purple cabbage and an avocado verde salsa sauce. Oh, delicious. 
Outrageous. The new Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burrito, and Quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. So starting January 1st, we decided we were going to start training extra just for this Spartan race in particular. I was ready for it. I mean, I learned how to climb a rope and do monkey bars, all sorts of stuff. And it was going to be in March and in Vegas because they don't do them here in Boise. Liability issues, I bet we'll soon find out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was liability. I think Idaho is very particular about how the lands are kept. And I think they have to dig into the earth and do stuff. So we get to Vegas. So when you go into a Spartan race, you have to climb underneath of some barbed wire and they're like hosing you off with a fire hose to get into just the arena part. And you have to climb over a five foot wall before you're even at the starting line. Oh, geez. I know. So that whole part happened and I'm at the starting line, jumped up over the wall super easily. Feeling yourself. A little bit. I was super excited. Yeah. Yeah. Then they start the race. The first obstacle we get to is a five-foot wall, and I just jump clear over it. I'm fine. The next obstacle is over-unders, which is more five-foot walls, and then you're climbing underneath of... I think they just had lines of barbed wire. Mm, okay. <laughs> just it was a razor wire and barbed wire. It was just barbed wire. <laughs> the next one that we came up to, the third obstacle, was a hurdle. It's like a buck and rail fence. They're like the fences that have the X. Oh, an X of wood, and then it lays across the top. Almost looks like a sawhorse. Yeah. The one across the top was like a four by four that was point up. Ooh. So getting up over it, I knew it was going to be a little more challenging than the walls because the walls are flat. One of my friends was like, do you need to boost up? And I'm like, no, I've just been flying over these walls like it's no big deal. I'm fine. So there's a lady that's struggling a lot on this side of me trying to get up over and she's not having any success. And so I kind of scooch down from her a little bit and I jump up over and I'm straddling it, trying to get my hands turned so that I can get my right leg up over it. And the gal that was struggling next to me all of a sudden kicks her legs up over the hurdle and hits me square in the butt. Okay. And I fly off of the hurdle. Because I was twisted as I was falling down from the hurdle, I landed in such a way that my foot and my hip were right in line with each other, but my knee flew about six inches out to the left of my leg. (laughs) And my whole leg looked like rubber. I saw the whole thing happen. It happened in very slow motion. It was not... Pretty. There's nothing that bothers me more than knee injuries when I'm watching football or something. To see someone hyperextended, oh, oh it's so brutal. Yeah, and this went out to the side. Oh. Yeah, It was on the other side of the street. It, it, it continued on at the race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had two kids and no drugs for both kids, and I would do that again over that oh. pain. Whoa. The medic comes, and he tells me, but to scratch, you're fine. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I said bye to all of my friends. They all waited for me the gal that kicked me off did not she was out of there yeah she wanted to win might have been intentional ended up in the medic tent and i did end up with a finisher shirt that day because they did hose me down at the beginning of the race and so i was soaking wet and my lips were turning blue so they had to put me in some sort of dry clothing and so they gave me a shirt to wear oh (laughs) wonderful that's a hack yeah through hell or high water through hook or crook i am earning that shirt at this point yes (laughs) i am stuck and I stayed in Vegas. We were supposed to drive back the next day and my husband was just distraught. He's like, well, you should go to the doctor. And I was like, I'm not going to go to the doctor here in Vegas. I'm going to wait till I get back home. And he's like, 
I will send you a plane ticket. And I'm like, no, I'm already made, res- like. <laughs> I already have dinner reservations. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. I'm supposed to go to this fancy Bulgarian restaurant with all of my friends tonight. <laughs> with our Bulgarian bags. <laughs> and so it's about a 10 hour drive from Vegas to Boise. So it was too late when we got back to go to the doctor. I go in the next day and he pushes on my knee and my whole knee goes the wrong direction oh, from gosh. the way he pushes. Oh, yeah. Don't do <laughs> and that. he goes, well, that's not a good sign. And I had a complete tear of the MCL, which is the ligament that runs yeah. on the inside of your knee. And a complete tear of the ACL, which is oh, the most fuck common. Both? Ugh. I had a grade two tear of the PCL and a grade two tear of the LCL. Oh my so God. So all the L's. Yeah. When all of my bones went one way, they had to come back, and I broke the tibia plateau, and I ripped my calf muscle, and I got a nice old blood clot as a consolation prize. Oh, my God. You could have had a tractor run over your leg and done less, less damage. That's a full blowout. Just from a kick to the butt. Oh, and I had both my lateral and medial meniscus roll up when my bones oh. came back through, too. Roll up? Well, they just removed your leg and threw it in the trash. <laughs> <and> <laughs> give you a cadaver leg. It <laughs> might have been easier. I think my Spartan career is over. And then I got a brand new ACL. I call him Peter. It's from a cadaver? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yikes. But... Megan, my hunch is you actually don't regret this. No, I yeah. don't. I learned a lot of things. Well, certainly about anatomy. I know. I know a lot about the knee now. <laughs> yeah. Wowzers. Hmm. That's a that's a resolution gone bad. That is a resolution gone terribly bad, <laughs> medically speaking. Sorry that happened. But emotionally a win, but medically I think loss. emotionally probably really tough too. Yeah. I mean, I had to learn how to rely on my family. I have teenagers that I had to be like, I really need you to cook, not because yeah. I don't want to, but because I I can't walk. <laughs> oh, so yeah. probably good for them. They probably had some life lessons as well. Yeah, it was good for everybody. Well, Megan, thank you for telling yeah. us that story. Thanks well, for chatting. Thanks for, yeah, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, good meeting you too. Thank you. Bye. All right, take care. She looks like your sister. I'm going to start doing everyone who looks like everyone. Great. I've been at it for six years now. That's, yeah. I'm In happy to have a teammate. I'm going to do it. Hello? It's Hello. Alex a boy. You never know when you see Alex on the name sheet what you'll get. That's true. You have no idea. This is crazy. I thought it was fake for sure, 100%, <laughs> but it's real. <laughs> and you're in your closet or somebody's closet. I'm in my closet. I followed all the rules. I'm doing what I need to do, I think. You are. I'm going to annoy Monica and just want to have one guess at it. Are you in North Carolina? No, <gasps> I'm not. That would have been cool. Okay, where are you at? I'm in Oklahoma City, but I'm originally from the Chicago area. Okay, well, the Oklahoma accent has already hit you. I hear some twang. No, don't tell me that. Yes, it has. It has. I'm from Chicago, you know, up there in the north. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a proper Yankee, I gotta believe go me. I got to go back home and visit. <laughs> okay. Resolutions. Resolutions. You had one that went terribly wrong, and we cannot wait to hear about it. All right. Well, this story, it takes place in January of 2020, and this is like long before we have any clue that the world's about to end. So I'm feeling good. I'm making my resolutions, and it's to be healthy and get back to the gym just like everybody else's is, you know, nothing special. As a type 1 diabetic, my doctor's like, you got to get back to the gym. And I've been married for three years at this point. I'm in a happy marriage, so I'm starting to get a little laugh, <laughs> yeah. a little comfortable. Pretty predictable arc for a happily oh. married newlywed. Exactly. At least I'm happy, right? Yeah. yeah. And so for the first few days of the new year, I'm feeling great. I'm at the gym. I'm lifting weights. 
friends are meeting up for football. I'm feeling like an athlete. I mean, it's been a few days, so I'm like the fittest I've ever been, or at least that's what mentally I feel like. And can I ask how old were you in 2020? Oh, COVID years? Oh, gosh. Your age minus three. Or four. Yeah, I'm not quick math like you. I'm not a pro. <laughs> I'm 31. So what is that? Oh, okay. Uh, so 27. 27. See, I just failed math. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, he's just... just very fast. So the first Sunday of the year, I wake up and I get ready to go to church. Oklahoma's already gotten to me back then. So I was going to church <laughs> and I get in my new Turbo Mini Cooper because six months ago, a drunk neighbor just backs directly into my car and totals it. Oh, wow. Must have been moving. Yeah. So I have to buy a new car and I'm feeling good in the turbo. I'm on my way to church. I stop at a red light and it turns green. So I ease out into the intersection and then right away, someone T-bones me. It's oh. me right in the passenger door and I just start spinning into oncoming traffic. Oh, no. It's a Mini Cooper, so it's just like flying. It's like a pinball that just got whacked with the paddle. And hopefully I don't hit a paddle on incoming traffic. Yes. So it spins like maybe four or five times. And finally it stops. I crawl out of the car and people come check on me. And I realize my leg is in incredible pain. Mm. And like my first thought is my femur is broken. Like something awful has happened. So really quick, it hit the driver's side door, not the passenger. The passenger side. Oh, it hit the passenger side door, but your leg hurts. Okay. Yeah. My wife said I have to say, Monica, don't worry. Someone's already called 911. Thank God. People are on their way. Good. Because no one wants to call 911 in this world. I love calling 911. Well, you know how I'm always like, why didn't they call 911? That is your thing. <laughs> That's your catchphrase. But I'm glad your AA. wife is looking out for me. <laughs> the ambulance is on their way. I call my wife, who on any other Sunday would have been in that passenger side. Oof. And now that's like non-existent. It just smushed in. She probably would have been dead or very injured. But thankfully, she woke up that morning, wasn't feeling well, and decided not to come with me. She struggles with anxiety. And I have her permission to say this, but she's worried about my safety like all the time, yeah. especially with the diabetes. And she had lost her uncle to diabetes. Oh. So she's always worried about me. And she claims that that morning, like when I called, she was worried I was going to get in a car wreck. Oh my God. So the one time she was right. And all I remember thinking is, oh no, I'm in a car wreck and she's always worried about me. This just means she's going to be worried all the time. Yeah. It's not going to get any better she after this. She got validation. Yeah, she's ignoring the other 300 times she was worried that you didn't get in a car accident. Exactly. So I tell her what happens and she's on her way and then the ambulance shows up and we head to the hospital. And so I'm in my Sunday best, you know, the suit looking all good, but they cut my pants wide open, start doing x-rays, check everything out. It turns out I'm okay. Nothing's broken. But they realized that the cartilage in my hip socket has started to tear because of getting moved around and stuff to the point where I probably need surgery because it's starting to rip away from each other. So wait, though, caused by the, the accident or a pre-existing thing exacerbated by the accident? You're a genius. You yeah. knew exactly what it was. It was pre-existing, I guess. There's like a abnormality on my socket that because of the accident, like hitting something hard, if it was a steering wheel or something, it then caused it to rip. And that little knob hit my cartilage and started to rip it. Ooh. So I'm at physical therapy multiple times a week trying to get my hips back in order. The therapist does that little test. They try to see how flexible you are. And he like puts his hand on my leg and starts to like fold it back or just puts it on there. He's like, okay, and now I'm going to start. 
I'm like, oh, that's as far as I can go. He's like, I haven't started yet. Yeah, we're oh, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the least flexible person I've ever met. <laughs> Not really like the compliment you want to hear, but it's no. a compliment nevertheless. I still take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's still you just the... want to be a superlative exactly. in any direction. Were you about to say the exact same no, thing? No, just like, yeah, you're still the best at being the worst. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Number one worst. least flexible. I'll get that as a badge or something. <laughs> Number one worst. That'd be a great tattoo. <laughs> oh, I should get that. <laughs> Number one worst. <laughs> so my resolution is like gone now. And then all of a sudden COVID hits. Mm. And so the world shut down. No one's leaving their house. I'm literally sitting in my apartment and just watching The Simpsons. Like I'm finishing it in two months, like all 30, <laughs> 40 <laughs> seasons. Just eating junk food. 2020, my health is at the worst it's ever been between the accident and COVID. Like, I can't move or go anywhere. But it's not a completely sad story because silver lining is the driver takes full responsibility and says, I blew through a red light. I was on my phone. Insurance is never fun, but we jumped through all the hoops and stuff. And they give me a check just for $50,000. Oh, come shit. on, girl. Let's go. Under the pretense of, he might need to get surgery at some right. point. Uh huh. But you have insurance of medical your own, insurance. right? Medical yeah. insurance? Yeah, I have my own medical insurance. So I'm getting everything paid for. Nice. And they're just giving me a check. Yeah. Pretty good. And my wife and I, in the midst of the whole COVID houses going crazy, we sneak in early, get to put a down payment oh, nice. with that. <laughs> Whoa, silver line. Everything's shut down and we survived COVID because of this car accident at the beginning of the year. It's crazy. Okay, so now let me ask you, if you had gone back in time and someone said, like, would you be willing to get in this car accident for 50 grand? Would you have said yes or no, do you think? I think I would say yes, because yeah. even now I'm like, does someone just want to hit me a little bit? Like, not too bad. Okay, sure. I have to knock on oh, wood now money, for you because I don't. <laughs> knock on wood. I don't want to get hit, but $50,000 is like pretty nice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But don't push that look. I can see this being a movie, right? Oh, Where okay. like a good thing happens from it. So then you think, oh, I'll just push my luck. And then... Really bad. Well, there was a Miller Lite commercial about this. Oh. Where three guys were sitting on a couch and they were watching a Vander Holyfield fight. And the one guy said, I would totally fight him for a million dollars. And how do you know about this commercial? Because that was me. <laughs> and then I get in the ring with him and he punched my head right off my shoulders. Yeah. That was the And commercial. now we have his head. That's right. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but for certain, I'd get popped by a Vander Holyfield for a million oh, bucks. Bring it yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. For sure. And then the house you bought, did it skyrocket in value? Because really, this might not be 50K. This might be net wow. 125. Yeah, so we actually got in really early before it skyrocketed. And then within two years, we realized, I don't really care to have a house. I like being able to call somebody at an apartment and be like, change my light bulb. So we just like waited until COVID was over, sold it way more than we paid for, oh. and just... Then took another check on top of that. Oh, yes. this is really nice. I have a fear that when I move into my house, I'm going to feel like that. Like, what did I do? No oh, one's here to fix my shit. Right. And unfortunately, <laughs> I live right across the street. So oh, yeah. guess who's going to be getting Someone called? Someone is here to fix my shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, this ended up being almost a meat cute in some ways. Yeah, this is a New Year's resolution gone bad, gone, gone great. great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, and through physical therapy, my hips are all good now. I'm running. I'm in bed 
better shape than I've ever been. My diabetes is not a diabetic level, so it's like really good. Are you on Ozempic or any of these? And does that work? No, I'm not doing Ozempic or anything. Just have pumps and continuous glucose monitors. Running really helps level it out and stuff. So yeah, it's been really good. Oh, that's great. Well, Alex, this was really fun. I like this one. Yeah, yeah, it's positive. It's not rare you want to say to someone who got hit with a car, like congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we meet your wife, of course. Get her in here. Don't forget to give her one of your earbuds. This is like her religion. Hi, you guys really are close because you'll share an earbud. With lots of wax. (laughs) Best friends. What's your name? Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Nice to meet you. Look how cute you two are. I know you both have beautiful skin. And they're cuddling. Yeah, they (laughs) like each other. Maybe just because they're on TV. Yeah, you guys are just doing it for TV. Are you doing it for TV? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to meet you guys. I know you guys are obsessed with high control religions and cults, so I need you guys to make that a anonymous topic of leaving one and you will hear from me oh my god that's an incredible that's a great one and we were just today trying to think of whatever we call those prompts prompts cult and i encourage people who are actively in one to chat with us too yeah we love cults okay well i guess we'll probably be talking to you soon (laughs) that's my hunch we can only hope (laughs) you guys were what i listen to every day that also helped start changing my mind and making me question what we've been taught our whole lives for real how i convinced him to leave during covid during 2020 was when we finally got out you wouldn't recognize us if you saw us four years ago that's the best compliment we've received this Someone, is huge. yes that's crazy well i can't wait to hear about it <laughs> don't tell me now <laughs> okay i've never missed an episode so i'll hear it when y'all announce it oh that's thank so you nice. well, it nice. won't be in february because we've already done that yeah we unfortunately so just, march yeah look for that in march write your email now <laughs> Don't procrastinate. Yeah. You start well, drafting. These prompts you haven't announced yet. Uh, here's what I got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's so nice meeting both yes. of you, sincerely. And I'm so flattered that you've been listening to every single episode. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dex. You're one of my number one hall passes. I felt like I had to throw that in there just for you because I know you love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, nice Thanks, meeting both guys. of you guys. And sincerely, I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon. Bye. Bye, guys. You're really tangled. I can't wait to hear that story. Me too. Cults. Um, What a great idea. Yeah, great idea. That was great. What's your resolution gone bad? You have to tell it now. I don't think I've had one that's gone bad. Have you? Well, this year's is going bad. Yeah, but not like where (laughs) it results in something like really. Have I? I'm trying to think. I mean, I probably would remember if something went really badly. I'm pretty good at resolutions if i have a quality i'm going to add that in my special skills list on the back of my resume okay that's great mine's normally to drink more water yeah. and, I, <laughs> and I well look we know this is a well-worn trope but people make too big of resolutions me trying to end my road rage i didn't say like i don't want road rage this year exactly. that's ridiculous yeah. it was you can't get out of the car year one yeah. no more getting out of the car slow baby steps uh-huh then you can't use your horn anymore unless you're about to get in an accident yeah you know yeah. There's no obscenities when you're interacting with people. And then slowly, I'm pretty tolerable behind the wheel now. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, if a resolution were to go bad, it would be that I drank so much water, I drowned my cells. Right, right. So, that's, so far, that happened hasn't happened. Maybe one time in history, and <laughs> no, everyone's obsessed it with happens, it. Now. It happens. It happens. On ecstasy yeah. at a nightclub. Well, I love you. I love you. And this my, is my resolution is to support you and yours. Keep loving me. Well, I don't have to make that resolution. That's for life. Yay. All right. Love you. 99. Do you want to sing a tune or something? We don't have a theme song. Oh. Okay, great. We don't have a theme song.
song for this new show So here I go, go, go We're gonna ask some random questions And with the help of Aunt Jerry's We'll get some suggestions <laughs> On the fly, rhyme dish On the fly, rhyme dish Enjoy <laughs>